Hey, welcome to the Behind the Inspiration Podcast Show. My name is Ken Waller, and I am your host. As usual, we try to keep up with the trends that's going on in the world. Uh, some being, uh, uh, all of them, more or less, being uh, considered being uh, inspirational. And today is nothing different. I have on the show with me today someone that has a very, very unique and interesting business. And uh, she's going to really explain more to you about what that is. However, I'm super excited to have her on. And uh, I just want to take a moment to uh, uh, just just wish her well with the project that she's working on. So anyway, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Ms. Vila McClam Mitchell Thomas to the Behind the Inspiration Podcast Show. How you doing, Vila? Hey, Ken, I am great. I am, at, and thank you so much for inviting me to join you today. I love the name of your show, Behind the Inspiration, because there's so many people out there who are inspired and and then there are those who need to be inspired and what a great name for for your show thank you I, very I, much I, i'm just happy to be here and i am so excited that you uh you know you took your time because you're a busy lady you're all over the place traveling all over the world you're doing some interesting things uh most interesting that i find is that you have a unique business and we're going to talk about your business because i'm sure a lot of my listeners are into what you're into in some way or another. So we're going to talk about Vining's wine distributors. Vining wine distributors. So so if you could, if you could tell our listeners a little bit, no, not a little bit, a lot about Vining's. Okay, so we're Vining's Wine Club. Okay. Um, we're, we're, we're not distributors, but we are, we are a club. We do also, we also have uh, LeMay Group Wine Importers. So we have the wine importing company, which is Lomega Wine Importing, and then we have the Vinings Wine Club, um, which is which is a club, a subscription club, and we created that club during the pandemic because we wanted to really help our um, wine drinkers out there learn more about wine. Um, we also wanted to have them learn more about our wines because our wines are all from. Um, the old world, what we call the old world, which is wines that are that were made in a certain uh, style where they are allowed to ferment in the barrels, whether that's a, whether that's an oak barrel or a steel barrel, and it takes their you know wine that's that is allowed to take its time, and so consequently it's a bit more organic wine, and most of the old world wines are made in Europe. Um, however, you know, wines were started back in the Middle East long before they showed up in, in Europe. So, um, so I, I love the wines that are there for a, for a couple of reasons. And one of which is I never get a headache because they're not injected with sugar to, to increase the fermentation process. So, you know, I like wines that are, are done and, and, um, fermented on its own time and, mm -hmm. and processed during its own time. Let the grapes do, do their thing. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's, that's why I really wanted to start the subscription club during the pandemic so people could start to, they had more time. Um, they were more willing to sit and listen and they could learn more about the wines. And so, um, so we started the subscription club. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, 
Vila, let me ask you this because, uh, you know, um, to be very candid with you, I'm not a wine drinker, but I know a lot of people who drink wine. And I think some of the things that I believe that um, most of the people that I know drink wine are based off of, okay, I'll drink this wine while I'm eating this, or I'll drink this wine while I'm eating that. So how is the pairing process of choosing a wine or why does that matter? If you can answer that for me. Oh, yes, I can. And it, it matters um, in, my, in, in my sphere hugely. And the reason why is because, you know, if you are having wine with your meal, you want to choose a wine that complements the meal. And a lot of times if you're having, if you're having a meal that <clears throat> has a grilled meat, for instance, that may have a little charring on it, or, um, you know, it may, it may even be a rare meat. You may have a steak that's rare, or you want to make sure that you have a nice, heavy, heavier wine, like a, a Montepulciano or a, a nice Cabernet or a Super Tuscan um, or a French uh, Red Bordeaux. Um, there are so many wines that you, or, or even a Spanish uh, Riojas. You, those wines are all really good. And you could also do a nice small back from Argentina. Um, just really, uh, you can taste the wine better. You can taste the food better if you're, if you're drinking or, or eating it with the proper um, food. If you're drinking it with the proper food. Okay. Um, now, when you, I, 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 something just kind of hit me with that because um, you're saying certain foods are paired, wines are paired better with them. However, this is just me because, I, again, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a novice when it comes to this. What about if you're eating a meal that has, okay, I'm going to hit it right on the head, like a surf and turf. What do you do? What do you do with a wine with a surf and turf? So now you oh, have, you know, you there have, are loads, have yes. I would go, I'm sorry for breaking in, but it was like, That's I okay, fine. No, 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 no. You're the expert. <laughs> you're the um, expert. Yeah. I mean, if you're having a surfing turf, I would have a Pinot Noir, um, you know, depends, do one from Oregon. They make the best Pinot Noir and they make a Pinot Noir that can, that can work well with a piece of meat as well as it can with a piece of chicken or or a piece of fish. So you, you'll, get, you'll get the fullness, especially if you get a full body organ wine, uh, Pinot, you, you, you'll get the flavor of the fish. It won't, it won't hurt the flavor of your, your fish at all. Because if you, now if you have a heavy wine like the ones I mentioned earlier with your fish, you're gonna taste more of the wine than you are your fish. Great. Okay. That's, that's so, a great answer because, you so, know, again, so that's I don't, why I want Yeah. Yeah. Do, I, do an I, Oregon I, Pinot. Okay. Oregon Pinot. Now, let me ask you this question because this just, and this is just me because, again, you're the professional at this. And, you know, obviously, you know your wine, so you would not be in this business. Um, when it comes to choosing wines, I guess, now I noticed that, you know, there's, there's, there's people that out here who, when they choose their wine, they take a little, little whiff. They take that aroma. They, what, are, what are they smelling for? I, I, I guess, I mean, again, this is a novice question that I'm asking you because you're the pro. I see people do it because, again, 
I don't indulge, but that's there okay. There are lots of things you're smelling for. Okay. Um, let's let's go with the let's go with the bad stuff first, which is really interesting. Um, the reason why after you when you take a cork out, you want to you want to smell the cork. The wine sometimes can get air. The the cork can get air in. Mm-hmm. And then you can get a bit of spoiling of the wine. Mm. And yeah. we, t- we call that cork taint. Mm. If you get t- cork taint, the wine, you know, it gets flat. It gets, um, it, it, you can smell it. it. It smells a bit sour. Um, it just is, is not going to be good with whatever meal you're having it with. Or if you're drinking it by itself because it's probably gotten too much oxygen into the bottle, mm. you know, too much air in. And so you want to, that's why you see people, they start off, they want to smell mm-hmm. that cork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They want to make sure that this is fresh, good wine. I mean, fr- fresh meaning just being open, didn't have any air coming in and tainting it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, the next thing after they find, okay, this is, this is a good bottle because you can tell that from the cork. Now we want to put, pour the wine in the glass and I'm big on it. And I, I know we've had some discussions before and I tell you, I'm so huge on the type of glass that you drink your wine wow. out of. That's, and I know we're on a podcast, so they can't see me, mm-hmm. but I am telling you if they could. Oh, wait a minute, excuse me, I have, 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 to, have to cut in a little bit because we do a simulcast which means oh they, they, can, they can see you. <laughs> oh, I wish I had known that. I would have had my glass. I would have had, you know, a glass here to show you. But let's just, I can describe it. Um, I like Riedel glasses. I think these, the, the Riedel company has really done a fantastic job of creating glasses that work well with the various varieties of grapes. Uh, 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 sorry, Vila, if we could, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to discuss further on how that glass makes a difference in your wine. You're listening and watching the Behind the Illustration podcast. I am your host, Ken Waller, with Ms. Bella McLean Mitchell Thomas. We'll be right back. Yes, and we're back to the Behind the Inspiration, Pod- Inspiration Podcast show with our guest, Vila McClam Mitchell Thomas. And before we, before we took break, we were talking about the difference in glasses when you're drinking wine. So uh, if you can, uh, Vila, if you can just uh, demonstrate or more or less talk about those t- particular types of glasses and why it's so important to drink out of really decent glasses when you're having wine. Okay, I mentioned earlier that I really like Riedel glasses. I even I can even get it down to, I like Riedel wing glasses. Okay. There is, you know, there's, and they're not paying me anything. You're drinking wine. So uh, if you can, uh, Vila, if you can just uh, demonstrate or more or less talk about those t- particular types of glasses and why it's so important to drink out of really decent glasses when you're having wine. Okay. I mentioned earlier that I really like Riedel glasses. 
I even I can even get it down to I like Rita Wing glasses. Okay. There is, you know, there's and they're not paying me anything for this commercial today. <laughs> I should say that, but I really like the wing glasses. Now this is a Rita Wing glass, and I hope you can see I that. Can. I'm, I'm yes. I'm behind a white. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and I also want you. I don't know if you can see this part of it, but it tells you right there. Okay. That this is a Sauvignon Blanc glass. Ah. Okay. okay. So I'm mm -hmm. putting it by the camera. Uh, can you see yes. it? Yes, ma'am. We can see it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and then this one, which is a Chardonnay glass. And I mentioned what I mentioned earlier. I said, what I like about Rito is they actually have figured out what glass, how, what, type of glass you need to actually taste and remember taste and smell are, the, are, mm -hmm. are together. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so what does this do here? You see, okay. my lips are going here, mm -hmm. but also it's hitting my nose. Yes. Like I'm going to pour, and I want to talk a little bit about my flair, okay. which, is, which is a Merlot, okay? And you can have a Merlot in the same glass that you would have a Pinot Noir or a Nebbiolo or a Cabernet in, okay? okay? So this glass, and you'll notice, I want you to take a look at these two glasses. You can ah, see I can one see has a much wider bowl on the bottom. It's in a flat bottom too, which allows the wine, if you need for it to kind of aerate and breathe, guess what? This allows for that. Wow. So we're gonna we're going to take this, Merlot, and we're going to pour it here. And this Merlot is very, very, you know, when we were talking earlier, we, we talked earlier about um, what, what kind of wine we could have with, with fish, right? Mm -hmm. Now you could also have a Merlot with fish if you okay. really need it, if you really wanted to do that, mm -hmm. right? And we also talked about why do you need to smell the wine, right? Okay, let me just say to you, because this hat, these wing glasses have that nice flat bottom, the moment I pour, and, and add because this wine is so wonderfully fruity mm -hmm. and the, you know, the, the, the aromatics just come right at me. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna sit it down just for a minute, I was going to just shift it, but it made a little bit too many, too much noise. Mm -hmm. Now, you see, I can tell I don't smell any cork tint okay, I got you. or anything like that mm -hmm. here. And one of the reasons why is because here's another little secret. I, this bottle has a screw top. People mm -hmm. say, oh, no, that means my wine isn't as good. Absolutely not. Guess what? The new the, the way the screw tops are now, they are they are made so that it doesn't allow your wine to cork taint and leak. Oh, uh -huh. okay. Mm -hmm. So you want a screw top to keep it from leaking. Wow. And you'll have a nice wine that'll last a bit longer because when you take that cork out, 
You can't screw it back on. Oh, yeah, you can't. Now, you know, okay. Vila, Vila, so, I, have, I, have a, I have a question for you, though, Vila, because uh, we're getting short on time. But you're going to have to come back, and you, you can't tell me no. I need you to come back. The reason why I need you to come back, too, is that we want to talk about uh, season of uh, uh, different wines and different seasons. So that's going to be on our next show. We're going to have part two to this because you have a wealth of information regarding wines because that's what you do. But I, I want to ask you this question before we get too far down the line. I asked everybody this question. If you've seen any of my podcasts, anybody heard any of my podcasts, I always ask this question. What inspired you to get into this? It's a lovely story. And if you go to LeMay Group, wines.com you'll see the story as well great um my previous husband who passed away in 2009 and i his name was donald mitchell and that's where the mitchell part of my name comes from okay uh and don and i were on vacation with we were taking a vacation with some friends and we were on the airplane we were on and i'm gonna date myself here but we were on twa <laughs> and <laughs> And, and we, we happened to be in first class, which was okay because I'm a first class kind of girl. And so we were flying uh, to Portugal for a vacation. We rented a house with some friends. Uh, it was really a great house. Um, uh, I, I'd, I'd almost say it's an old castle. That's how beautiful mm -hmm. it was. And um, so on our way over, we met a couple who they were coming back from New York because we were flying from JFK to, to Lisbon. And so we all just talked and talked and talked on the airplane and became fast friends. Mm. And they invited us to come to their winery. They said, you know, they were in the wine business and they said, you know, we'd love to host you all at our winery. And we were renting a car. So we said, sure, mm -hmm. we'll come, we'll come out. And a couple of days after we got off there and, and the house that we rented, also had a, a vineyard, wow. which was great. So we were just really being introduced to Portuguese wines, which by the way, at that time in the US, we just didn't have them. Um, you know, you had some Portuguese wine, but nothing like you have to, the variety that you have today. So we were being introduced to these new Alvarino grapes and we we're like, oh, these, this, these wines are delicious. So, um, well, while we were at their winery, we were, you know, my husband who passed away, he was an attorney and he said to them, hey, where can I get these wines in the U.S.? And they said, well, you can't because we don't export. Hmm. And he said, why not? He's, and they said, oh, it's just so, you know, the laws are so hard and we don't know how to do it. And, you know, we just sell in Europe. And, and they also were selling in Brazil at the time, which is, you know, Portuguese. Mm -hmm. So... My, uh, my husband at the time said, you know what? He says, I, I can help you, you know, get through the licensing piece. He wasn't thinking that he was going to become an importer, but at the time, and you know, we're African-American and you can imagine, um, no, you can't imagine, I should say, yeah. how much red tape and everything else he ran into that um, in trying to get, in trying to find an importer to help these people. And so he did, he did the licensing for them. He helped them get all the wine labels done. He figured all that out. Um, and then could not find anyone who would import for him. Hmm. Um, I don't know how much you know about the alcohol business, but it's a, it can be a closed society. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, to break to break in can be uh, rather difficult because the states also help close the society. Wow. No, no, because no. we have these three tier three tier systems. No, 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 no. Uh, Vila, before we run out of time, um, I, I we we're gonna have there's gonna be a part two to this. But before we run out of time, because you have a wealth of information and a wealth of knowledge in regards to uh, this wine business. And see, uh, there, there's other things, too, that people don't know that you're very, very first uh, in as well. But we'll talk about that on the next show. But as far as this wine business, uh, I want I want you to tell all of my listeners and the people that watch this podcast on every avenue that they can reach you, especially with Vining's Wine Club. I want people to join your oh they club. really need to join the club exactly. because all of what you're getting now we give all of this Great. um i and i should share with you that i am a wsct level two sommelier so you're going to get a lot of good information about what glass what wines um also we send out uh we send out information we send recipes out so how can you reach me you can it's vila mcclam mitchell thomas and you can reach me at Vila, V-E-L-A, at Vinings, V-I-N-I-N-G-S, wineclub.com. Join the club so you can get so much information. It's a great, great way to find out what's happening uh, on the wine front. The types of wine, you and you let us know what types of wine you like. We help you pair it with food. You should really join the club. We're also starting to do events. Um, now, that, now that we can, you know, take a mask off every now and then. We're starting to do events and we're going to do these events regionally. Um, I want you all to join with us. We can't, I've, my mission is to bring more people into the drinking wine and especially type wines we do, which are far more, they're, they're organic wines primarily. And, you know, when I think about, I don't know who, who your listeners are, but I know that uh, people who uh, have problems with sugar and, you know, in the African-American community, we do. Mm -hmm. These wines, that that's why I'm so particular about what we select. We go, I go around the world finding the best wine, because the best wine with low sugar, because I don't want to have our people get more diabetes. That's not my goal. No, so that's why that. I'm on a mission to teach you about wine. Absolutely. So listen, everybody. again, that's Vila at bindingswineclub.com. Excellent. So just, just, just to know, all of Vila's information will be in the show notes of this show. So just please, by all means, reach out to Vila, join the wine club. Please join the wine club because I, I know for a fact there's a lot of us out here that drink wine and sometimes we don't know why we're drinking it. We're drinking it thinking that uh, it's good and that or the other. But when you can just pair some of the things that uh, Vila mentioned about the glass and, and, and about the court taste and all those types of things, the average person may not know. But if you're a wine aficionado, you do know. However, you're going to need to get some of the information from this Vila here. So look, please reach out to this Vila and I will tell you that all that information again will be in the show notes of this podcast. So again, Ms. Vila, I really appreciate you joining the Behind the Inspiration podcast. And please, right now, in front of everybody else, promise me that you're coming back for part two. Oh, I promise you, because there's <laughs> so much more to this. And Absolutely. I can't wait to share it all. Absolutely. So family, you've been watching the Behind the Inspiration and watching and listening to the Behind the Inspiration podcast. I am your host, Ken Waller. Please, please, please continue to be inspired. Thank you very much. Peace and blessings.